Hey friends, what's going on? You are now listening to the TMJ Show, the MD Journey Show, an entire podcast dedicated to helping students just like you succeed on their medical journey, but doing it with less stress. My name is Laksh, I'm an internal medicine physician. I have the pleasure of being your humble host to help you on your medical journey. Let's get started with today's episode. Now, before we get into today's episode, if you're on your medical journey and looking for an amazing all-in-one resource, then you definitely need to check out today's sponsor, Picmonic, that can help you both learn and retain information for the long term. With their library of countless list of videos on literally any topic that combine both creative stories and images to help you with that long-term retention you also want, as well as advanced quizzing and space repetitions, Picmonic is literally perfect for any student on their medical journey. If you're interested in learning more on how Picmonic can help you succeed on your medical journey, that'll be linked down below. And if you use the coupon code, the MD journey, they've included a super sweet discount for our listeners. When I took my first step one exam, I got a freakishly high 159. In addition to being simply devastated, I knew I had to make some changes to get the ultimate score that I wanted. But as you can see here, I managed to get above a 250 on step one. In this episode, I'm going to show you exactly one simple thing I did to help you do the same. Hey friends, welcome back to the channel. In case you're new here, my name is Lakshan, internal medicine physician. And here on MD Journey, we make videos to help people like you succeed on the medical journey with doing it with less stress. Now, a lot of you guys enjoyed the recent episode we did on how to study for step one now that it's pass failed step by step. So if you haven't seen that, I'll link that down below as well as put it right here if you're watching the video version. But in today's episode, I'm gonna show you a really simple yet effective method that you can use step by step again on how to improve your step one score. So if your first exam was like me, where you got a 159, and you wanna get as high a score as possible to at least pass step one, then these are the methods for you. So step number one is to get through all of your organ systems. Often when students come to me early in their step one prep and they're saying, oh, look, I got a 179 or a 170. It's not good enough, I'm freaking out. And then you ask them how much they've actually studied. They say, oh, I've only been studying for like three or four days. And that means that there's a lot of information they have left to cover. So I don't personally know if that low score is due to just a lack of knowledge or if they truly have some true weak points that they just didn't do well in their practice exam. And so before you start freaking out about your baseline scores, the first thing I would recommend is just to get through all of your organ systems. Now, however method you use, a lot of students like to go through all of the sections of first aid. And typically I recommend trying to do that within the first two, two and a half weeks of your step one prep. Again, if you want that full breakdown of how to study for step one now that it's pass fail, check the link down below. And if you're a student who doesn't like to use first aid, but instead of using a resource like Amboss or Boards and Beyond or Physio, or sketchy or pathoma, whatever it may be, the first recommendation would be try to get through as many videos as possible within the first two to three weeks before, again, you start freaking out about your score. Because bottom line is your low score currently may simply be due to the fact that you just haven't seen enough fair game information for step one. But step two and three is going to be for students who may say, I've covered everything and my score is still not as high as I want. What should I do? So step number two is to stratify across your week topics. Now that you've gone through several practice questions in a resource like UWorld, as well as some practice tests, now you can actually start to see, okay, like where on average am I scoring as well as what topics are really totally good and what topics am I not doing so hot on? And so typically for students, I recommend that as you guys know, when you log into UWorld, you'll see something like this. All of us are at different parts of this bell curve, but really what you want to find is one, where is my average? So this student, this is not mine. This is just a screenshot that I found from Reddit is scoring relatively 71% after doing a good amount of questions. And so for them, they say, okay, my average is 71. So usually what I would recommend is find those topics that are severely lower than your average. So for this student, if they're scoring something 50s or 30% on their practice questions, then that would be a topic that would be considered something weak. And on the flip side, if they're scoring something on the 85s, 90s, then that would be something that I wouldn't give so much attention to for step number three. 
So in an example scenario, and a student that may not be crushing it like that one example we just gave, you may be scoring uh, 55 or 60% on UWorld, which is completely normal the first time you're doing questions. And so if that is your average, you may identify four topics, such as biochem, microbiology, cardiology, and reproductive system to be scores that you're getting within the 30 to 40%. So significantly much worse, even compared to your average scores. Now, obviously these topics are gonna to vary for you, but I recommend going into your own UWorld, going through your own MBME exams, and finding the lowest four to five topics, and then coming with the list before we get into step number three. Now, one of the things that we won't be talking about in today's video to avoid making it too long is really what to do with the topics you're average at or the topics you're really good at. So if you want to learn more about that approach, go ahead and check out the link down below to the Step 1 Academy, the step-by-step -step program that we created initially to help students score as high as the 250 or above, just like I and the other top students did. But you can use the same method to make sure you guarantee yourself a pass with a lot of confidence. If you guys are interested in that approach, as well as the program in general, go ahead and check out the link down below. Hey friends, hopefully you guys are enjoying today's episode. Shortly, we'll get back to all of those tips and tricks, but want to give another shout out to our sponsor of today's episode, Pygmonic. If you're on your medical journey and you're like, man, I really need that one resource that can help me both learn and test the material that I need to know for my classes and my board exams, Pygmonic is a resource you're likely looking for with their combinations of amazing creative videos that can help you retain information not only today, tomorrow, and test day, but so much further on. Pygmonic is that resource and also their combination of quizzes that I absolutely love as well as space repetition. You guys know I'm a huge fan of it. Pygmonic has everything that you likely will need in one combined resource that are constantly adding new material regardless if you're studying for class as a first or second year medical student or if you are trying to learn for something for your rotations or a specific board exam. Pygmonic likely has a playlist of videos and content and quizzes specifically made for you. If you're interested in learning more about how Pygmonic can help you on your medical journey, there'll be a link down below and again you guys can use the code BAMDJOURNEY at checkout to get a super sweet discount thanks to our friend at Pygmonic. But let's get back to the tips for today's episode. Now let's get into step number three, which has to be my favorite, which is assigning daily slots for your individual week topics. Now that you've actually identified and stratified your week topics compared to your average, or in the last example, we said you had difficulty with topics such as cardiology, biochem, micro, and we're just going to say a reproductive system. If those are your four topics, then there are a few ways that you can give different parts of your day, different assignments to make sure that those weak topics aren't so weak going forward. One of the techniques that I really enjoy using that I recommend to a lot of students is to use pre-made Octidex, but very strategically. So for example, if I know that I'm not doing so hot in cardiology and reproductive questions, first thing I can do is wake up in the morning and if I have access to a pre-made deck like an Anki or a Zonkin card or Bros and Cephalon, they don't really matter. They're all amazing and great. And you can go ahead and spend 30 minutes in the morning before you wake up for any of your other board questions and saying, I'm just going to do questions related to those four weakest topics every single morning. Now, keep in mind, the weak topics are going to change by week to week. You may do well on cardiology this week, and they may not be in your bottom four going forward. And then maybe GI is going to be a topic that you're scoring lower than your average on. You can always kind of cycle the deck and then spend that morning focusing only on those four to five topics, again, improving your results on your weakest topics, and then you're just as good as your weakest link. So even if you're somebody who doesn't like using Anki or Anki, however you like to say it, one thing you can do is one, check out our video on how to use Anki like a pro in case you want a nice breakdown. A lot of people have enjoyed the video, so I'll link it down below. But you can also just use the pre-made decks and don't have to make any of your own. Use somebody else's hard work and just make sure you know the information that's high yield for step one. But specifically for the weak topics, you can make sure that your support is always on the way up. Now, the second method that I like to use to make sure my weak topics are stratified within my day is break down how I'm going to be doing each question block. Now, typically during your dedicated, you may do anywhere from 80 to 120 questions. Some students may just do one block of 40 and then work their way up. Once you're able to get to 80 to 100 questions a day, I recommend spending some time on doing only 40 of those questions specifically on those weak topics. So for example, 
Again, if I'm struggling with biochem, cardiology, micro, and reproductive, then one thing I could do is say, okay, my first session of the day is going to be completely random, just like I intended to. My second set of 40 questions is going to be specifically on those four topics. When I go into UWorld, I'm just going to end up choosing those individual topics and make sure I'm doing those questions on random, but making sure I'm giving myself as much practice as possible. Now, those are two simple tactics that one combined together. You're making sure that you're one, you're always evaluating your weakness on a weekly basis after you take your weekly MVME, as well as going to your UWorld questions, but then you adjust your weekly schedule based off of that. So next week may look a lot different than this week on what I'm going to be doing my questions and my reviews on, but you're always intending your day to improve on those week topics. So again, you're as good as your weakest link. And using this three-step strategy, guys, I really was able to see my score go from 159. I think my second exam was a 201 in 230s, 240s, and ultimately above a 250 on my final step one exam. Now, obviously, there's a lot that goes into doing well on step one, even though it's pass-fail. So again, if you guys are interested, check out that video on how to study now that it's pass-fail step-by-step. I'll link it down below. A lot of people have enjoyed the video thus far, so hopefully you guys do too. Now, again, if you want more advanced strategies, things essentially that top students are doing to increase their effectiveness by not necessarily study 10, 12 hours a day like most students do, definitely consider checking out the Step 1 Academy, which I'll link down below. Even though it was initially intended to help students get the highest score possible, even though it's pass-fail, you can use those same strategies to get more effectiveness in less time. So if you guys are interested, go ahead and check out the links down below as well as reviews and feedback from past students. As always, I truly appreciate all of you guys that make sure to the video. If you did enjoy this video, if you got any value of it, go ahead and hit that like button to support the channel, help these videos grow on the YouTube algorithm. If you're new here, consider hitting that subscribe button and notification bell to get more videos like this. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, because yes, we do have an audio version, go ahead and check out the TMJ show. And even if you're not listening on iTunes, go ahead and go to iTunes and leave an honest review to help us reach more students and help them on their medical journey dealing with less stress. Now, now that was a mouthful, but again, if you did enjoy this video, check out this video right here on how to study for step one, pass fail, step by step, as well as this video on how to use Onfi like a pro. Promise you'll enjoy it. But as always, my friends, thank you for being a part of my journey. Hopefully that was a little help to you guys and yours, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Hey friends, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, I want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes and definitely consider hitting that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform. And if you want a little bit of extra bounty points, we'd love it if you leave an honest review on iTunes to help the channel and the mission of the MD journey grow. And also, by the way, if you're interested in getting that unfair advantage in medical school and avoiding the most common mistakes that myself and other medical students have made, definitely check out our most popular programs we have for you here at the MD journey, including the med school domination bundle, as well as our personalized one-on-one coaching programs, which will be linked down below. But as always, friends, thank you for joining me on my journey. Hopefully that was a little help to you guys on yours. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care, my friends.